Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle, the podcast about purpose, where we discuss what it truly means to live your best life now. Hi, guys. On this week's episode of the Real Talk with Michelle podcast, I'm discussing the link between purpose and productivity. I'm going to share ways to find your flow, how to tap into your creativity, and how to get specific about your goals and your purpose. You do not want to miss this episode, so get comfy, settle in, and enjoy the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Talk with Michelle podcast. This is episode number 87, Real Talk about the link between purpose and productivity and how to find your flow and get things done. Welcome back, guys. It is the new year. I'm so happy to be here and be talking with you again. And this episode is a goodie. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. First of all, but how has your new year been? I'd love to know. Leave me some feedback in the comments. Let me know how your new year is going. Mine is going swimmingly. Um, I wanted to start out with my word for 2023, which I know I left off with being like, what is it? I think another word I can't remember it came to me but overall everything that I've been reading in my energy reports and things for me say expansion is the word for 2023 for me more okay it's the beginning of the year I don't celebrate the new year really until about uh March when we have spring that's when things are blooming that's really the energetic new year January is still a time for us to be resting and chilling and planting and sowing seeds, enjoying what we reaped in the summer and in the fall. And I just believe that we're supposed to start planting the seeds, start doing a little less to get more later. So expansion and more is the word for me in 2023. And I'd love to know your words too. Let me know what themes you've decided on for the year. Let's start with this episode, the link between purpose and productivity and how to find your flow and get things done. Number one, the importance of having a clear sense of purpose in life and work. When we are driven by a sense of purpose, we are moved, focused, and engaged in what we are doing. So I think once like we set a specific goal or link in mind about what we want to do is really in order to get closer to your focus. Let's rephrase that. In order to get closer to your focus, to your purpose, you have to understand what it is. So essentially we have to get down to the nitty gritty, pick out our niches, understand where we add value and that definitely will give us more sense of our, our innate purpose. Number two, the concept of flow and how it relates to productivity. Flow is a state of intense focus and immersion in an activity. When we are in a flow state, we tend to be more, produ- more productive and accomplish more. Listen, I plan these episodes out so that once I'm and once I'm in the flow of even planning, I'm excited by it. I'm lit up by it. I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing because it brings me joy. So when I plan these episodes and I'm really in a state 
a flow. I know I'm like working towards what I'm supposed to be doing. There is no, um, something else is going on or I'm watching TV. I can't do the two things at once when I'm in a state of flow. When I'm in a state of flow, I'm like, oh, I got to get this work done. This is working or I'm making graphics and I'm like, the words are coming to me. That is a state of flow. And when we're in there, when we, when you, you will know when you're in it, when you're there, you will be more productive and you will accomplish more. You will get more things done when you're in a state of flow. One thing about me is that I've learned that when I'm lit up by things and I'm in a flow that they're going, when I, I do not force myself to work when it's not, when it just isn't there, when the words aren't coming, when I can't figure out like what I want to, what I want to say or how I want something to look, I take a break. I take a, a quick rest break. I'm like, I need to do this. We'll talk about that more later. So number three the role of goal getting and finding and maintaining flow. My good girl, Sunaa talks about this all the time too. Having clear and specific goals can help us stay focused and motivated and can also help us measure our progress and feel a sense of accomplishment. So when you're goal getting and you're finding and trying to maintain your flow, you have to have clear and specific goals to help you stay focused and motivated. I know the goals. I know the end point. I know where I am. So every little step along the way, when I get it done, I'm like, bam, that's great. It's the same thing when I'm making this podcast. I'm like, all right, I know that I have to plan it. Then I know that I need to do it. And then I put processes in order when I'm going to do the YouTube video, when I make sound clips, when I do this. And I feel great when I get those things done. Like after I'm recording, I am hyper and excited because I know that like I put the thing in motion and then I know every other step that needs to happen. Celebrate your small wins. Celebrate everything that you do in your processes when you're working towards your goal, your purpose, your projects. Celebrate getting even tiny things done. If it was just to send an email off and the person responded to the email and they said, yeah, like, I'm excited about that. Let's do that. That is an accomplishment. Don't be like, all right, I got her next. No, take a breather, take a moment, celebrate your accomplishment. You are working towards your purpose, your things, like celebrate them. Let's go. Um, again, we're talking about the link between purpose and productivity and how to find your flow and get things done. Number four is, I said, strategies for finding and maintaining flow, such as setting aside dedica dedicated time for focused work, minimizing distractions, and using time managing techniques like the Pomodoro technique. Um, I know I talk about Sanaa all the time, but Sanaa uses the Pomodoro technique when she was um, when she was working on finishing her book. And... I don't tend to work like that, but I can see how it works. And I want to explain the Pomodoro method to you real quick. If you, I'm a, I probably do focus work and don't realize I'm doing focus work for a set amount of time, which is kind of what the Pomodoro method is. But the Pomodoro method says to set a timer for 25 minutes, work on the task with no distractions. Okay. 25 minutes, no distractions. Easy, right? Except our phones ring, do things before you even start doing your work. 
put your phone on do not disturb turn the ringer off there's a couple people who can break through my do not disturb so i still need to turn my ringer off but these are people who mind their business most of the day they're not texting me or calling me unless it's something they actually want to say so those are the people um family and my love book can can break through and not even all my family okay uh Pomodoro method, set a timer for 25 minutes, work on the task with no distractions, take a five minute break, repeat that three more times. So 25 minutes, five minute break, three times take. And then the fourth step is to take a longer break, 30 minutes and then start again. That actually sounds kind of fun. I could probably do that. I might test that out for like a later video and talk about the Pomodoro method. And if I actually got work done, I get a lot of focus work done um, and I can find my flow because I have places where I can be in my home. I have time alone by myself where like no one's here, no one's asking anything of me. Um, so I, I can get focus work done. Datelines, like my background sound, every now and then I'll look up at it, but I'm not... I'm not needing to be doing other things. I can sit down, I can focus on my work and that's how I get a lot of, of my purpose work done. If anybody's ever went like, how do you do these things? I do actually sit and plan when most people are probably at a desk at their work. I'm at a desk in my office in the space flowing, listen to system low five, but you do need to find strategies for finding and maintaining flow, such as setting aside dedicated time for focus work, minimizing distractions, and using time management text techniques like the Pomodoro method. Number five is the importance of aligning our work with our values and our purpose. When we are able to connect our work to something bigger than ourselves, we are more likely to be motivated and engaged in what we're doing. So along with having a, a, a sense of what you want to do, what your purpose is, what keeps you focused and engaged, finding, flow, finding your flow, maintaining your flow, and finding strategies to actually stay in flow with your work, your work needs to light you up. And I, I say this all the time. It doesn't matter if you're going to a, a conventional nine to five or you're an entrepreneur or, you know, um, you work from home or you're um, a stay at home mom. You still need to have purpose in what you're doing. And in the instance of a stay at home mom, your kids are like super important to you, their well-being, Um when people are like, how do you find purpose work? And purpose work does not always have to equate in money. That's really important to know. You can have purpose work that you like to do that is freelance, that you do for people as just a service to help out people who may not have money to pay um, bigger, bigger people. You might just actually like doing math and help people do some of their accounting work. But if you feel energized by something that you are doing, it is typically in line with your purpose. You can be a paralegal and you can like to notate and document things. It makes you feel good. You do best there. You excel there. That could be purpose work for you. But in order for us to have the purpose, find the productivity, find the flow, 
it has to be something that makes you feel good when you're doing it. Something bigger, something that helps other people. Purpose work is, is typically also something that helps other people, that makes life easier for other people. Um, I find that in my coaching work, I speak to women about things that I have been through. I speak to women about something that is hard for them to talk to others about, such as divorce. Like it's really a, a tough thing for people, for women, for men to talk about it. It was like really a stigma on it. Um, and so when I'm helping other people realize like, you do not have to stay sad. You do not have to stay um, unhappy because a relationship failed. You're still allowed to like pick up the pieces and move on. So that is why um, that work this podcast work, all of this like feels supernatural to me to speak, to emote, to share. So when I'm doing it, it's not work. It's really exciting project time for me. So um, yeah, that is how you know when you're in, in purpose. Number six, the benefits of finding flow, including, um, including increased productivity, created creativity and overall well-being when we are able to find and maintain flow we are able to do our best work and feel more fulfilled and satisfied in what we are doing let me say that again when we are able to find and maintain flow we are able to do our best work and feel more fulfilled and satisfied in what we are doing when you're in the flow. I, I mean, that was just what I was saying. When you're in the flow, you do your best work because you're not just, you're not just pushing through just to get things out. You are actually, you found your purpose. You found what it means to you. You're pushing through, you're doing the work and we feel more fulfilled and satisfied. When we clock out, when we close the office, when we sh shut the computer down, we feel good about what we're doing. And that is how you know you're in the state of flow. You're finding what you're supposed to be doing. And number seven, the importance of regularly reassessing and adjusting one's purpose as it may change. I want you to know that sometimes it may start out being one thing and it can end up being another thing, okay? I've done it, I've said it again over and over again. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I started out always knowing I was supposed, knowing I was supposed to speak, help, teach in some form. I've been doing it since I was a child. My mother kept kids um, and I used to go down um, where she kept the kids in our house and I would teach them stuff like ABCs, one, two, threes, colors, everything. Like we did that. Like and I felt like I was a kid. I thought that was super fun to go help them. I sent homework home with them. I've always been a teacher, always been a talker. Um, and in college, I studied and I was like, maybe I'll teach. And I went on studio teaching, baby. Teaching was not for me, okay? Uh-uh. <laughs> Being I've been around kids my whole life, I'm like, oh, I could do that. And then I'm like, you know what? No, 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 Let's Let's switch this all around. So I studied English. I started doing journalism, writing, speaking. Those things come naturally to me. 
I've been through a lot of stuff. I've like I uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I own a nail shop. I talk to people all day. I taught women again how to come in. We've switched the format of that. Now the women are working for themselves. They're more independent. They don't need me as much. I'm teaching them how to be an entrepreneur on their own. And a lot of my girls leave and go open their own places because now they know that they can. And through the course of that, like changes happen in my life and things have happened to me. So now I'm again, teaching, emoting, helping people find out what lights them up, helping my coaching clients find their way back to happiness, to smile again after life's tough times. Um, sometimes we just have to re reassess what it is that lights us up and it can change over time. It can be a, a smaller role in something, a bigger role in something. You are over your own life. And I just want you to know, find, find something to do that lights you up, that excites you so that you can start living your life on your terms and more freely. Um, yeah, that's day on this podcast I'm trying to keep them um a little short and sweet straight to the point I'd love to hear your feedback about this episode um as you guys know because I speak about it all the time I am a certified life coach specializing in life after divorce I help newly divorced women find their inner power jumpstart their new lives and get back to their happiness and what better way to do that after uh, a relationship ends anybody you don't even have to be divorced after big changes in your life you sit back down with yourself and you assess what it is that you really want to be doing because that's what I had to do that's what we have to do we have to sit down and assess what we're here for why we're here what we're doing all of it like we must <laughs> um yeah, so let's hop right into uh, the daily gratitude. And today I am grateful for mindset reframes and I'm starting a new, I'm starting a new, I hate to call it a challenge. I'm doing a 30 day something for me just to like do a quick reset. And I've added in some habits and things that I want to do and I'm crushing it Okay, already. And I just want to say that I'm grateful that I'm able to put something in my mind and go with it. Like I'm happy for this brain of mine. I'm happy for the mindset that I have built and increased over the years to know that life can always be what I want it to be, that I can always change. I can be whatever. I love that. Maybe I might seem a little flitty sometimes people, but it's me. Um, <laughs> I don't have a guest gratitude for today. I've been sleeping on those. Y'all have been sleeping on those. Send me things that you're grateful for. You can send them to any of my socials email me as well as um anyway anyway you guys know how to get in touch with me I leave that at the end of the episode again I want to thank you guys for tuning in I've noticed that you guys are um listening you're listening the listenership is going up my people are finding me and I'm so glad 
um, that you're tuning into the episodes. I'm so grateful for you. Again, this is the Real Talk with Michelle podcast. This is episode number 87. Real talk about the link between purpose and productivity, how to find your flow and get things done. Let me know what you thought about this episode. And if you'd like to have me reach out to somebody, you know, somebody that's dynamic, that's living in their purpose, you know, um, a divorcee who has kind of picked up her life and moved on. I would love, 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 love to have more guests on this. Um, I hate to even call it a season. It's just a new year. And I'd love the, the where was my word expansion more. I'd love to have more, um, more guests on. I would love that. Um, again, thanks for tuning in guys. I will talk to you again. Bye. Hi guys. One more thing before you go, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also catch up on the podcast on YouTube at the same name, Real Talk with Michelle. Make sure to hit the notification button to be notified when new episodes go up. You can like our Facebook page, Real Talk with Michelle, and give us a follow on Instagram at Real Talk with Michelle. You can also leave voice notes in Anchor. And if you'd like to send in your guest gratitudes, or you'd like to be featured on a future episode, or you have topic suggestions, you can email realtalkwithmichelle at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can at www.anchor.fm. That's F as in Frank and M as in Mary backslash realtalkwithmichelle backslash support. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Real Talk with Michelle. I am so grateful for you. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.